Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey guys, it's Walter Montero. Sorry I'm doing the Facebook Live a little earlier today. I've got some plans this evening, so I'm going to be heading out. Anyway, I just wanted to touch or go online here and uh, just talk to you a little bit about uh, this week's topic or today's topic, which is private mortgages. Private mortgages are basically a source of uh, money, mortgage money, in lieu of going to a bank. So instead of going to a bank for your money, you go to a private lender. Private lenders are typically made up of either private individuals or small, what we call mix. Those are That's a short form for mortgage investment corporations. So these guys lend a little differently than a bank. Typically, they're a bank alternative, so it's usually where a borrower would go when a bank says no, okay? So why would somebody go to a private borrower? Obviously, the bank said no. Why are they saying no? It's typically a few things. Either the person is self-employed and doesn't have enough time under their belt in terms of proving their ability to pay back a mortgage. Banks really love steady paychecks. They're not crazy about self-employed people. The other thing, you may be credit challenged. Some people that have credit challenges... Maybe they've gone through a little bump of the road, a marriage split up, maybe a bill that they didn't realize they had that soiled their credit. So obviously that's going to cause a problem. Sometimes people are actually going through a power of sale proceeding where they're actually in the process of losing their house. It's gone too far. The bank is taking action. They're about to take back the house. And then a private lender can actually come in and save the day. And then, of course, there's always ugly properties. Banks hate ugly properties because what they want is properties that are easy to sell in the event that they get them back. Okay, so private lenders can lend on houses as well. So basically with a private lender, what they look for in terms of funding a private mortgage is they usually look for about four different things and they all start with the letter C. Number one, they look for covenant, which is basically the actual property. So a couple things they look at in terms of the covenant, is the house a good saleable house? Is it in a good saleable area? What is the market value? What is the loan to values? How much money are you asking to borrow in relation to the house? So for example, just to keep it simple, not that the house exists anymore, but let's say you got a $100,000 house and the private lender only be willing to go to maybe seventy-five dollars or $80,000. So that's, that's the loan to value. That would represent a 75 to 80% loan to value, okay? So that's the covenant. The second thing they look for, of course, is credit. Obviously, they know that private borrowers typically go to private lenders because there's a credit issue. So they want to know what kind of credit issues are we dealing with here. This just one-off situation, maybe somebody got themselves in a little jam, can't get out, can't get bank money, or are they chronic people that, that don't pay their bills? So if they're chronic, typically these guys don't want them. They don't want somebody else's problem. And at the end of the day, you're just avoiding the inevitable. You're trying to delay the inevitable, okay? Credit is the next thing they look at. The next C, of course, which means is what is your capacity to pay back? Most lenders, traditional lenders, look at somewhere around the 35 to 40% of your total gross income to go towards your house payments, okay? So... And that's called the TDS ratio. And it's not necessarily just your house payments, it's all your payments, your car payments, your credit cards, all that kind of thing. With a private lender, they're willing to go a little higher, they'll probably go to 50 or maybe even 55%, okay? Not all private lenders are concerned about that, but the good reputable ones are, because obviously they wanna make sure that you have the ability to pay back. They don't wanna create a problem. And then the last C, of course, is character. 
is the borrower somebody that they can trust. Sometimes it's just a gut thing. I've lent money to people that didn't have the first three C's, but they had good character and I knew that they would be able to pay their money back and they did, okay? So that's basically the four C's in terms of uh, private money. So how are these things set up? They're typically one to two years long. They're not designed to be a long-term solution. They're a short-term solution. So basically what you're doing is you're borrowing from these private borrowers while you get out of a jam, okay? And once your credit issues become resolved, then you can go back to a mainstream lender and then borrow money from a traditional lender. The downside to private lending, of course, or private borrowing is it tends to be expensive. Okay, so you're looking at first mortgage rates at anywhere from eight to 10%. Second mortgage rates, they can, they can vary. They can go anywhere from 12 to 18%. Okay, so they can be very, very expensive. Now, depending on your situation, sometimes you can even find a lender, especially a secondary lender, that will give you a second mortgage and match the rate that you have on your first mortgage. But that has to be very, very specific. The need is very specific. Your qualifications are very specific. It's not for everybody. But it can be, the solution can be that affordable. The biggest thing more than anything else, most of these private lenders lend on a secondary basis. So in other words, they're in second position in front of your first mortgage, okay? So when they're lending on a second position, they tend to want to keep that loan to value relatively low, that's around 80% mark. So again, if you use that $100,000 house example and you had, say, a $60,000 first mortgage on it, the second mortgage wouldn't go beyond 20000 20, bringing you to 80%. So that's how that typically works. These payments, the payback is usually worked out on a monthly basis. In fact, it's always a monthly basis and almost always interest only. The terms are typically one, two years until you get yourself out of a jam. If you want to know anything else about private mortgages, I'm going to be doing a webinar in the near future. I'm going to set it up. I'll make sure that you guys are aware of it. Or feel free to just give me a call. You can reach me at 519-240-0360 or send me an email, walter at maximumresults.ca. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, we're going out tonight. Uh, we're going over to EasyPort. So uh, I'll let you know uh, what it's like. I understand it's really, really good. And uh, we're going to meet some friends there. So have a good night. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519-624-9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca or you can find me online at www.CambridgeHouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519-624-9222 or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, r as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening and I hope you have a great week.